you got to have the audacity to use your imagination. When we're kids, we believe anything is possible. I believe your reality becomes the parts of your imagination you hold on to the longest or the biggest. We drastically overestimate what we can accomplish in one day. We drastically underestimate what we can accomplish in a decade. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you five episodes a week, four of which are solo episodes with Kevin and I, and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer, of The Playbook Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was a Q&A, what do I do if I am a perfectionist today for episode number 649? The world is a lot bigger than you think it is. All right, so what does this actually mean? Why are we doing this episode? Context, context, context. It's a great question. So if you've ever traveled in a plane, the airplane, Kevin's my favorite biggest, thing. My biggest fear. Yes, your favorite thing of all time. Yep. And you're in the window seat. My second biggest fear. I remember flying over uh, Boston, taking off, flying over Boston, looking down to my right and, at the whole city. And I remember thinking to myself how, how it's weird, right? You have macro and micro, how insignificant some of the problems that you have in your life are when you're looking from that bird's eye view. You know, because there's, I don't know, hundreds of thousands of planes, and there's thousands of cities, and there's hundreds of countries, and it's just, the world is a lot bigger than we realize, but what I've come to understand is that the world is kind of only as big as you are, and let me explain. Have you ever seen that meme on Instagram or on whatever, on social media, that um, there's a wall and there's a character who's standing on books to look yeah. to see to see over it. Basically what the idea of that meme is is that one person can't see over the wall because they don't read books and the other person can see over the wall because they they stacked the books to stand on. And I think that's we used to be the hyperconscious podcast and hyperconscious for those of you who are new listeners and don't know that means acutely aware. I think that the more aware you become, the more of the world you can see, so the bigger your world is. I'll give you an example. So Kevin and I went fishing for Father's Day. Oh yeah, we spend every Father's Day together, and we went fishing actually back where I grew up. And I don't want to tell everybody this, but I have to. I, I, I feel, o- I feel obligated. I feel obligated. There were 13 fish caught. Mm. 13. Not that we kept count, but there was 13 mm. fish count. Uh, caught exactly (laughs) and only five of them were kevin so i just you know i didn't mean to publicly out this well you did used to live there so you know you know no it was a good time no we had had a really good time and it was nice to get away and uh i went fishing with taryn's dad on saturday which was good it was a nice weekend different weekend yeah for sure but it was nice to get away good fishing weekend but one of the that's neither here nor there but one of the things that i realized was that going back to where i grew up from chapter 32 of this life, I'm 32 years old, and then reminiscing on all of the memories there because we're out in the boat and we can see my old house. We sold it not long ago, a couple years ago, 
And basically I have all these memories, but I didn't understand them back then. I, I didn't, I was just a kid. And now from this higher sense of awareness, I can kind of see the world differently. I, I feel like I live in a bigger world. Kevin and I also hung out with some, some of the uh, neighbors that I used to spend time with. And I've come to realize this through speaking, coaching, interviewing people. It's almost like everyone sort of lives in their own little world, including me. But the world gets bigger as we become more and more and more aware. Uh, I know some people who do understand the global economy. I do. I, I feel like I have a pretty good understanding of how the global economy works, but I didn't always. And I think that it's really important for all of us to understand that awareness is going to be... Eyesight is to what you can see, what awareness is to what you can understand. Hmm. I also... So Alan and I grew up in the same town, mm-hmm. which which is a coincidence for sure, or feet, depending on what you want to think. But I drove by my old house. And I literally forgot there was, so there's two streets that run parallel to one another, and there's a little cross street that connects them. I completely forgot that street was even there. Where did you live, man? I lived down, do I, you wanted the exact street? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Seagrave. I lived on Seagrave Street. So, okay, where? It was down by Cumbies and Charlie's and down the street from the town park. Gotcha. Where I'm sure you raged once or twice. For sure. Yeah. So I used to live there. And I literally, driving down the street, I remember the cracks in the road. I remembered like where to turn around the cracks in the road. I just remembered it was weird for me. This is Uxbridge, Massachusetts. Uxbridge, Massachusetts. Yeah, you've never heard of it most likely. It's okay. (laughs) Don't worry. Yeah. But it was, it's a weird feeling. I don't know how to explain it. It's a weird feeling, like looking back and thinking like, oh yeah, I lived there. That's where I used to live. And then I went, I just drove up to the town park just to see it. And it's way smaller than I remember it. Yeah. You know, and it's way different than I remember it. It's just weird. It's a weird feeling. And just to connect it to this episode, when I was living there, I don't know, probably until 23, maybe? Because I moved out when my family moved. So we lived there until like mid-20s, 23, 24. And from... That time until now, my life has changed more than the previous 23 years. The compound effect. And if you're young, we have a lot of younger listeners. If you're in your early 20s, your mid-20s, even your late 20s, your life can look infinitely different in a a decade. Oh, It can look infinitely different in a year. Completely different, yeah. In a year, it can look look different. As long, I mean, especially if you're doing the right things. Mm -hmm. The opportunity that is out there for every single one of us is unimaginable. Unimaginable. I started listening to a Tony Robbins book, uh, Money Master the Game. It's a great book if you're looking for investment tips and honestly, if you want to become financially free, it's a great a great book. But he talks about in the, in the beginning how at this point in my career, I've been heard by over uh, people in one, over 100 countries. And I was like, oh, we've been heard by people in over 100 countries. Mm-hmm. Like that's so wild. It's so wild. Like the world is a massive place. And the opportunity is massive. And sometimes I think we lose sight of how, number one, how much impact we can have. Number two, how many lives we can change. But number three, and often the biggest one, how minuscule our problems actually are in the grand scheme of things. 
So what's an example for our listeners of a problem in high school that you felt like was oh, the end boy. was just the end all be all. Okay. That now you realize is like a tiny blip. We were this was an interesting thing for me. This is this this was an interesting thing. We were sitting in Mr. Smith's class. We were talking about Mr. Smith yesterday. Yeah. Mr. Smith, uh, Mr. Smith's English class talking about Hondo. Remember Hondo, whatever that book was, I don't remember it. And I lifted my arm up and right now I'm also sweating. And somebody in the class said, "Hey Kev, you're you got pit stains." And I got super embarrassed and super insecure for the rest of high school. Honestly, for a long time, I was super insecure about that. To the point where I got prescription deodorant. Like, I was super insecure. I was debating getting shots in my armpits to stop myself from sweating. I thought that was like the biggest deal in the world. Wild. Right? You never shared that with me before. No, no, it just came to me in this moment. Dude. A lot of things in high school. Pit stains, who cares? I, I, I cared a lot. You don't now, obviously. Not as much. I still do. I still, still don't do like it. You still do a little bit? Yeah, I still don't like it. That's why I like to have the... You always notice mine. Yeah. You sweat Is a that why? I sweat like a hoss. I do. Well, it's also 95 degrees in the studio, and I wasn't allowed to, you know, have the air conditioner on. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, audio quality is important. It's true, yeah. Okay, so what in hindsight do you feel about that? I fear. I, I feel that it was just connected to a fear of judgment. I think everything is. Getting glasses. The first day I got, I got glasses in uh, freshman year, I think, maybe. No, it wasn't even freshman year. It was middle school. I got glasses. First day I walked in, somebody said, hey, four eyes. And it was like, oh my God, this is the end. This is the end. That was it. Like, that was kind of the last. And again, I know a lot of people are bullied for that. Um, But in my mind, it was like the worst thing ever. It was like going to be the worst thing ever. Getting broken up with. Oh, I know. Getting broken up with. Shout out to, well, I won't use any names. Um, But it was like one of the more popular girls in our school and she broke up with me and I was like, oh my God, this is the end. The end. Yeah. What will I do? So it's honestly, not the end. Everything. It's the beginning in yeah. so many ways. Yeah. Uh, Just a little bit about me. Okay. What did you learn from those things? Like what, what would you tell that, that Kevin now? Seriously. What would you try to tell him? Everything matters now more than it ever will. Probably. I mean, there's things that you're going through right now that you'll laugh about later, genuinely. But only if you let yourself. It's it's kind of one of those things of like, hopefully what you're going through right now is the worst thing you'll ever go through. You know what I mean? Like if getting called four eyes was the worst thing that ever happened to me, I'd, I'd have a pretty damn good solid life. Mm. That's what I would say. Like you just, you're young. Like you have no idea what it's like to to really face adversity yet. Unless you had a, a rough childhood. You know, like, it's not that big of a deal. You're not, you're not even going to know these kids in 10 years. Most of them. Like, they're going to go do their things. They're not going to remember who you are. Why don't people say that? I don't know. Maybe because they, I don't know. How many people do you, I've seen people on Facebook and I was like, oh shit, yeah. I remember that person. We went to high school together. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't, I'm not really, I don't want to say I'm not friendly, but I don't hang out with anybody I used to from high school. And I have nothing against them. We just went different ways. Right, of course. I'm out here doing the podcast thing. They're doing their thing. Like, but do they remember the time that I had pit stains? Oh, you had pit stains or asked a, asked a dumb question? Of course not. You know, probably probably not. not. I didn't know. Right. So I didn't know when you got broken up with. I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, By who? I'll tell you after. I can't tell you. We know this person. Okay, fair you, enough. You'd know if you guessed a couple times. We're not going to do it. Okay, we're not going to do no, it. No, but you Keep know. Keep it anonymous. You know. All right, so the world is a lot bigger than you think it is. The point of this is that right now... You have this perspective, whether you're at chapter 32 or chapter 18 or chapter 25, 
your perspective will keep getting bigger as you do, as you grow. I think, okay, let's just do this for a second. You mentioned Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins has traveled all over the world. Yes. He's met people from all over the world. All over the world. He has a bigger perspective than we do. Yeah. And therefore, his world is technically bigger than ours because he has more distinctions. He has more understandings. He, I remember hearing, this was actually him who said this. He said, Eskimos have 12 different words for snow. So they're more intelligent and capable in the snow because we only have a couple words. Yeah. We got brown snow and yellow snow and regular snow. But apparently, why? Because they live in more snow. So I guess my the thing that I would want everyone out there to contemplate is like how small is your world? And I'll be honest, always, when I talk to somebody, I can kind of tell what their circle of concern is and how small their world is. And I don't. we all live in the same globe. That's not what I mean. What I mean is their circle of concern. A circle of concern is what do you worry about? What are you concerned with? What do you think about? What are you, what are you focused on? So someone who, okay, extreme example, but Elon Musk trying to grow SpaceX to colonize Mars, he has a larger circle of concern than someone who is really, really super self-conscious about whether or not they look good in the mirror today. Yeah. I just think it's important to understand that the size of your world is almost the size of your growth personal inner growth. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the biggest issues for our listeners that we've seen is not everybody has people in their corner trying to lift them to the next level. And even the people who are trying to help don't always know how. That's why Kevin and I created Next Level Group Coaching. It's a three-month program on teams of 10 with all people committed to achieving their goals. Click the link in the show notes for more information. And we only take 10 people at a time, so make sure you get in quick. Another, this is another thing too that blew my mind. I was listening, I don't know what book it was, but okay, imagine this. Imagine one of the highest views things on television, highest viewed things on television every year, I think, is the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty close. Yeah. And it's something like maybe 30 million people watch that. That's only one tenth of the country. Of it's the probably country. It's less so now it's because less there's than more. one tenth of the country. Right. So if there's yeah. 300 million people, that's one tenth. Uh, and that's just this country. Just this country. I, I don't remember, I think it was Mad Men. I've never seen Mad Men. I think it was one of the highest viewed shows on television. And it was something like 7 million people. Like a month or something. Like 7 million. It's like not that many. You know? Like think about that. I know, The it's wild. best show in television had 10 million viewers. And, and, and there's 7.5 almost billion people. Right, I don't know what that percentage is. I don't know if we can fully, I, that's the thing. It's almost like your world is as big as what your personal growth will allow you to wrap your head around and what your imagination will yeah what will your imagination allow you like i always say you gotta have the audacity to use your imagination when we're kids we believe anything is possible i believe your reality becomes the parts of your imagination you hold on to the longest or the biggest do you think the reason kids have such big imaginations is because it's almost like they know so little that they're that they are okay with using their imagination. Whereas when you, it's almost like this weird tipping point happens where all of a sudden you start to actually gain mm. higher and higher awareness and eventually you start to think more realistically. I think it's because you start to get hurt. I think it's that and it's the fact that it, there's no reference. There's, yeah. no, there's no reference of like, if this happens, then this happens. 
it, it, nothing's real when you're a kid. Like, you live in your imagination. You know what I mean? Like, when you're playing cars, it's like, obviously, I'm moving the car. You know, and I'm the one making the noise. I used to love <laughs> wrestling. I used to be, like, a huge wrestling fan. And I had these... I don't even know what they were like stuffed wrestling dolls. Like I had Hulk Hogan, yeah. the Ultimate Warrior, who Obviously. was jacked. Mark and I used to play with Hulk yes. Hogan. Yeah, we yeah, used to, yeah. He that's, was like the big stuffed animal. Yeah, we would yeah. Wrestle that's him. all imagination. Yeah. Like, I'm not. This isn't real. Yeah, this is all imagination. Hulk Hogan, yeah. And I, I, I think that when you're a kid, you don't know what it's going to take. You have no concept. No, that's like, what I mean. It's almost like now that there's no downside. There's no downside to saying like I'm going to be an astronaut. Like hell yeah. Do that. Yeah. And then you realize, like, or things change. It's like, look, I'm not, what does that mean? Like, I could go to space? Like, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm in this for. But I've seen Armageddon. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, I just think it's, I don't know. Did you cry? Oh, yeah, yeah. For That's sure. one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's great. It's one of my favorite movies. Excellent, of all excellent time. movie. Yeah. We really went off the rails. We, we have. Your world is much bigger than you think it is. <laughs> When we're kids, the whole world... Okay, so you went by your old house. Yeah. And you saw a park that was you used to think was huge, right? Yeah. Okay. We went to one of my neighbors to go fishing yesterday. And that's why we were both in Oxbridge, by the way. Yeah. Even though right now we're in, we're in Worcester. Okay. Which is 30 minutes north of there for anyone who has no concept of where we're geographically talking about. Um... Maybe point oh 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 percent geographically. Most which, people don't know way, what that means yeah, either. It's a throwback to hyperconscious opening. Things yeah. are weird. Yeah, it is. And I told you that I went to the old sand pit that I used to play in as a kid. Talking yeah. about kids and their imagination. I went and I was like, "Hmm, pretty small." This is like a little ant hill. I used to think this was a mountain. Yeah. There was a tree in my backyard that me and my neighbor uh, Chris, when we were like seven, used to call Mount Washington. It was a it was a tree down. <laughs> there was like a tree down, like a big tree, Mount Washington. Yeah, you know. And then we had Blueberry Hill. It was blueberry dirt pile for sure. I just it's interesting because when you're a kid, everything seems big. And then I I just wonder to myself, I, the only takeaway that I would want every listener uh, to take away from this is basically, how big is the world that you live in? Do you believe in possibilities, or have you let that shit close? Have you let the window of opportunity close? Mm. I mean, Next Level University didn't even exist five years ago. It didn't even exist. So what's possible is beyond what... This is what it is. This is what it is. On the macro, long term, long term, your life can look... T-Rob says this. We drastically overestimate what we can accomplish in one day. We drastically underestimate what we can accomplish in a decade. Mm. I couldn't agree more. Five years ago, Next Level University did not exist. Next Level Universe didn't exist. Next Level Group Coaching didn't exist. Next Level Business Solutions. Next Level Podcast Solutions. None of it existed. The 10-person team didn't exist. It. Your life can look way different. You just have to maybe take that macroscopic perspective of, of look at the world from outside the window of a plane in your own life and just look at it and go, okay, what do I want to do in the world? I remember looking down and I, I pointed to Kevin when we were traveling together. I said, Kev, every single one of those people down there is a potential podcast listener. Yeah. You remember me saying that? Mm-hmm. And I think about that all the time. I was probably like, yo, 
shut up. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I need to close my eyes and hang on to something. I need a, I need a, I don't know, some sort of drug to calm me down on this, this flight. Like, I don't flight. like flying at all. I, I had a moment, I was talking to Taryn before bed, I don't know if it was last night or the night before, and I was like, babe, it's, it, you know what's so weird? We've been listened to in a hundred countries. Like, if you told me that five years ago, I would have been like, not a chance. Like, how many countries even are there? You know what I mean? I would have been... I think it's like 200 or something like that. I think, I think we did it. I think there's 184. Yeah. Um, but I could be way off. But it's just weird. That, that, like, I told you, oh, we have Dave Meltzer as a mentor. Like, that's weird to me. That's weird. It's all, it's all very weird. Like, my reality now is very strange to me. I get paid to, to talk, kind of. Like, we get paid to give a speech. Right? I get paid more in an hour than I've ever made in my entire life. Weird. Mm-hmm. But that's only because the, the world is big. And we are chasing, like, we're trying to figure out exactly how big it is and how big we can make this. I, it's, you do. You have to have the audacity to, like, really shoot. Yeah. Because things start to get, like, weird. Like, in a good way. Like, imagine if, imagine if you thought to yourself, and I know you knew all this was going to happen because you reverse engineered it, but I don't think most people are that way. Imagine if you decided one day, so we have several people on the team who have podcasts. Imagine if they decided, you know what? I'm going to make this thing the biggest show in the world. Like, I'm going to make this show the biggest show in the world. The biggest show that I can possibly make it. And then they got listened to in 10 countries. 20 countries, 30 countries, 40 countries, 50 countries. Right? 5,000 listens, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000, 50,000. Like, it gets weird because it's, it's like, oh shit, this is working. Like, this is really turning into something. You know, it's just weird. It's weird for me. But it's only because... You gotta be willing to shoot. You gotta be willing. You're never gonna score 100 points in a game if you don't shoot 50 times. Right. Right? It's just not gonna happen. And you're gonna have misses, of course. For sure. You're gonna have misses. But regularly. Yeah, but you're also gonna have wins regularly. What's the batting average for the Hall of Fame? Isn't it like 300? There isn't, you don't have to have a certain one, but anywhere from probably 270 to, yeah, like 270. You can get in with a so two seventy. You can get into the Hall of Fame with a two seventy. Yeah, they they go by like home runs and out of RBIs. ten pitches, how many or t- ten at bats, how many do you typically get a hit? I mean, that's two point seven out of ten. Right. Yeah. So you miss. Yeah. Basically, three quarters. Three quarters of. If you hit, th- if you yeah, if you miss three quarters, like you can still be pretty successful. I think that's the best analogy. If you For, hit half, you're the best ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody's ever batted five hundred. I think the highest ever? One, no. The highest ever, I think, was Ted Williams. I think he batted 4-0, I don't know, 4-0-2 or something. That's the best analogy for success, man. I don't, I'm not a big baseball fan or a player, but that analogy of like the at-bats versus the home runs, that's like the best analogy for life. But yeah. you can't hit a home run if you don't get it bat. Yeah, and it's you won't impossible. hit one every time. Right. No, not even close. It won't hit one, you won't hit one every time. You You're won't hit one most out. of the time. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. We're coming up on it here. Yeah. How many times did you strike out real quick before we go? I, I couldn't tell you. A lot. I struck out a lot. But you bat like a three fifty, right? I had a pretty high batting. Yeah, yeah. But I struck out for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For right. sure. I got thrown out stealing, for sure. I m- I made errors for sure. I overthrew the first baseman for sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Gra- ground ball right through my legs. Yeah. If you're out there listening, the last last thing here is is the world is a lot bigger than you realize. It's bigger than Kevin and I realize. It's it's bigger than almost any of us can fathom. I think. But I th- the question is, if you don't shoot big, you're not gonna you're not gonna if you don't shoot big, you probably won't raise your awareness that much. And that doesn't mean that you have to like want to change the world. What it means is you gotta you gotta decide 
to aim high in something. That's all I'm asking. Aim high in something, and I guarantee you, you'll get farther than you did if you didn't. That's that's, that's what as coaches we're doing is is pushing you to aim higher. Yeah. I had a I had a client who said, I don't really know about monetizing my show. Like I don't really know if I can do it. And I was like, we can get you a client like this week. She got a client that week. Now yeah. it doesn't work like that all the time. Right. But what if we didn't set the goal? If we didn't set the goal to get the client, if I didn't say, hey, you know this is possible, right? Like you have actually a really good amount of listens. Like you can definitely get a client. I think sometimes going back to the family episode, you need somebody to instill the belief in you that you might not have yet. For sure. So if you're looking for coaching, podcast or business, Jeff and Jeff. For sure. Also, if you're looking for a like-minded community mm. of people who will support your goals and dreams, mm. dreams, dreams. Okay. <laughs> Burn it. <laughs> and that's that. People who will support your goals and dreams and who will help you aim higher and stay accountable. Who and will hit. help you aim higher and hit. Yeah, exactly. People do not fail in life because they aim too high and miss. It's because they aim too low and hit. It's a Les Brown quote. I knew that. Next Level Nation, go to the link in the show notes below. Join us in Next Level Nation. You're going to get updates on book club and all the things we got going on at NLU. There's a lot more value in there than this podcast is unbelievable, I believe. But in there, there's even more value behind the scenes. You'll meet the team. You'll meet Kevin and myself, all that. And we have a bunch of, like, we have courses that we're going to be releasing soon. We have a lot of things coming down the pipeline at NLU. And again, we're grateful because we couldn't do it without you guys, as always. We do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you on Sunday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.